Hey, mate, how you doing? All right. How are you doing, pal? Yeah, I'm great. Thanks to you. Yeah, great, mate. Um, yeah, so mate. Thanks uh, for taking your time out your evening to uh, take part. Hey, you, you're welcome, Mark. You're welcome anytime. Sweet. Well, first of all, mate, how you, how you been doing? Yeah, not so bad, mate. Keeping well under these uh, hard times, but you know we're nearly uh, out the woods, aren't we? So. Yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah, we're not too far off now. You know, obviously with the pubs reopening now, and you know things are slowly getting back to normality. It feels a bit more, you know, feels a bit more better now. And you know, like you say, that normality still a bit of a way to go, obviously, like, but it, it feels a bit more. There's light at end of the tunnel, isn't there? Yeah, you know, we're not too far off now. Are we? We're not, mate. Which is good. Which is good. Can only mean one good thing. I can't wait till we're inside a pub, but you know, that's another <laughs> couple of weeks away, but. Something yeah. to look forward to. <laughs> so I take it you've been uh, taking advantage of going outdoors, then, mate. <laughs> oh yeah, who oh, have I? Obviously, last time we spoke, um, obviously a lot's changed for both clubs. Um, obviously for yourself, Harry Kuehl, still manager, uh, now replaced with Keith Curl. So just um, going on about Harry Kuehl there briefly. Um, so when um, when it you know, got announced that he was sacked and that, would it was it a surprise or do you think it a lot of fans saw it coming? Uh... <laughs> It's a bit of a difficult one, that, because with the, the own record we had, I expected it to come. But uh, with the away record, I was like, well, he's probably going to keep his job. And then, obviously, uh, we sat there Sunday night after, I can't remember which game it was, it was sometime in February, and uh, obviously been re- revealed of his duties. And I thought, I am shocked if this makes sense, but I wasn't, if that makes any sense to you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you can grasp that, but uh, you know, we've had a, such a terrible home form, I think he deserves to go, you know, because you need to make your own a fortress, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I remember seeing fans, and it was quite mixed, I'd say, if, if I was, um, you know, from the outside, you know, a lot of people wanted to see, see him given time, but there's a, the other side, like yourself, so obviously wanted, you know, the home form, um, as well as just the the results obviously to be better, but that's it. You know, you know, football is obviously a results business, and you know, nowadays, especially in football nowadays, you know, you know, a couple of bad results, and that's it essentially, isn't it? That's it, and you know, uh, in this day and age, you you, you know, <laughs> owners expect so much of a manager. You know, it's very rare you keep keep a manager for a season and anymore, especially us. We haven't had one in seven years, a full time from one start of the season to the end. Believe it or not. Wow, that's you know, insane. Yeah, exactly. So we've had a hell of a lot of managers. So, you know, mm-hmm. we're used to it, but I don't want to get used to it because, you know, you, we keep chopping and changing, you know. But, you know, hopefully yeah. it stops under Keith Curl. Yeah, I hope so, yeah. Um, you know, Keith Curl, someone we know a lot about at Mansfield. Um, his first managerial job was at Mansfield and he got us to the uh, playoff final. Um, he did really well in his first, say it was his first time in management and, um, you know, being a former player. Um, and he's, you know, he, I don't think you could have really got anybody as experienced at this level. And if you know, if you do give him the time and, you know, if he can get in the players he wants and play that free, you know, famous three five two formation that um, people go on about, then, yeah, you know, you know I think you'll, honestly, I think you'll stand a good chance next season. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I agree. Obviously, he's coming at a difficult time when uh, our own fans have just touched on our own fans. He's coming in an inherited of our squad, in my opinion. Obviously, since he took over we've had a few good results and a few bad ones but you obviously can't blame him he's obviously not dealt with any signings uh, you know he's, he's got a lot of dead rubber at the club so you know 
ultimately it was here to, to to you know to guide us to the end of the season and well believe it or not he's actually not signed a contract for next season I've heard on the grapevine he has done for next season he is our coach for next season but uh, I hope he is and hopefully like you said Mark uh, it continues into next season but you know I really do yeah, like I say, it's I know it's a cliche in football, but like given time, I mean, I was you know I was talking to another Oldham fan earlier about um, Bar Bolton, and you know you look at Ian Everett, I mean they didn't have the greatest of starts, and they've gave him time to you know get his own team, and you know I think I think they only need the one more win, and that's it, they're up automatic. So it just shows you, you know, every team's going to have that bad run of form, especially in, in the new season. So you know if you can get past that, and you know give. Manage the time, um, and then hopefully, then you'll get the results. I agree, and I just think Chairman put too much pressure. Oh, well, owners and Chairman's put too much pressure on managers, easy. They want instant success, and I know they put a hell of a lot of money. And I've obviously heard uh, you guys with a uh, Matt, is it uh, Radford and the, the Radford. girl? Yeah, it's called Caroline. Yeah, Caroline, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and you know, the pressure, you know, they put a lot of money into, you know, your club. And, you know, it's enormous, you know, the pressure is heavy on the manager coming into a club, knowing how much you spend, you know, you've got to hit the ground running this day and age. You, you know, I know you say you've got to give a manager time, but ultimately, honestly, they want instant success. And that's why we have so many managerial changes, don't we? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like similar to ourselves, really. I mean, you know, when like every team has that manager bounce. We obviously, when we appointed Nigel, we went on a five-game winning run, and then we had like postponements, if you remember. And it just knackered our season, to be fair, because obviously, when you when you're in form, you want to keep playing games, you want to carry that form on. And when we came back, it was that like, was a different team. You know, just completely yeah. lost the flow of it, really. And it's. And, you know, it's the same with Carlisle. They had a similar kind of thing to us. They had a lot of postponements and it, it can really knock your season up. And they was at the top of the league for a while. And, look, you know what I mean? Look how far they've fallen. Oh, they have fallen. And it's like you just touched on about Bolton, then, when they never, you know, they have been like a train since at least January, haven't they? End of January. Yeah. They've been on some, uh, I think they've lost it twice since January. You know, yeah. you know, this is how prove you can get out the league. But like you said, Mark, you need consistency, don't you? And that's... That's it. And obviously, they had a lot of games. They, like you said, you've had a lot of games called off. Stop, start, stop, start. Where Bolton haven't had the, you know, apart from yourselves, I know a few games did get called off between yourselves. But apart from that, Bolton have been right through, haven't they? I can't believe how well they've done. No, I mean, you know, you look at the, you know, squad like they've got. I mean, the players they've got. Dan, I mean, some of them are just far too good for this level. You know, when you've got the likes of Kieran Lee there and. You know, uh, Madison, you know, before he ended up obviously leaving there, you know. So, but then again, a club of that size can attract the players, you know. Of course, they can. You know, um, but I mean, obviously, we've only got like two games left in the season, both sides. Um, you know, I think really, to be fair, it's just, I don't know about Oldham fans' perspective, but from a Mansfield point of view, we just kind of want the season to be finished because it's been such a poor season from our point of view. Oh, well, I'll share that with you. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not been great. We've, you know, and I'll tell you something now, Mark, I don't know if you're aware of it, but we're the top leading goal scorers in the league, you know, and, and we've also conceded the most. That's crazy, isn't it? It is, mate. Yeah, it is. It's really strange. You know, obviously, the most scoring team and that. And I was like I was saying earlier on to another Oldham fan. Um, you know, had you have obviously tightened your defence up, you could have been up there or thereabouts, like you know. Who were the old? Who were the other Oldham fan, by the way? 
uh, Aaron Diskin. Oh, yes. Uh, yes, he's a very good uh, friend of mine. He's, he's, me and my mate run a podcast. He's uh, been on that before. He, uh, yeah, he's a good Oldham fan. I know him quite well. He's a good yeah, fan. yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It's, it's nice to you know speak to other fans really because you know obviously when you're talking about your own team, obviously you know you, which is obviously good because you're talking say giving your thoughts. But I always like you know speaking to fans like yourself and other fans from other teams because it's it's always nice to get both sides of the fence really because of course it is. You know, obviously, you know, with you saying there that you're the highest scorers, and you know, I, n- I never realised that. And it's, I don't know, I just like interacting with other fans. It's just, oh, it's absolutely, great, it's a great way of connecting, really. You know what I mean? And it's, it just makes the build up more. More real, really, you know, especially during these times as well. Oh, definitely, man. I agree, mate. I agree, man. But yeah, um, uh, so obviously coming up to the end of the season, like we've touched upon there, um, have you heard anything about the retain list? Any players coming in and out, or is it, you know, have you heard anything? Uh, we have, well, I've heard a few snippets. I've heard our top leading goal scorer, mate, Conor McKennelly. I don't know if you know, you've heard of him. He's one yeah. of the top scorers. He's only been, he's a one year deal and you know, I think we're trying our best to tie him down, but uh, ultimately, I think he's too good for us. And I think someone a League One side will probably come in for him. Um, we've got a good young defender that's uh, from Arsenal, Harry Clark. He's yeah. supposed to be staying at Arsenal. Of like the progress of him, and uh, uh, he's had a few bad games, but he's had a few good ones, and I think we can work with him. So I think hopefully we can keep him for next season. But uh, I think it's just a case of a. Uh, We've conceded too many goals. I think we do need to uh, strengthen on the defence because you know you, if you, you can't be conceding that. Well, I think we conceded seventy-five goals. I think this season, and it's the worst in the league. And we, you know, that is obviously Keith Curl' uh, thoughts for this season. Uh, next, going into next season, he's definitely, definitely looking at the improving the defence and obviously tying down uh, McKennelly. So that's all I've heard. Yeah, well, from our point of view, I'm not sure if you've heard, but um, we're releasing, uh, well, I'll say releasing, but uh, Mal Benning, fullback, he's leaving at the end of the season. Oh, right. Is he just, has had enough or yeah. is he passing yeah. ways? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he's been with us for six seasons and, you know, I think, personally, I think it's just one of them. I just think Nigel, you know, Nigel Clough sees someone else, obviously, in that place um, and he obviously wants a new challenge. I think that's just the case of just, you know, obviously managers see certain players, don't they, in certain positions. Oh, yeah, they do. You know, and that, and I think, like you said, both of us now are both done. You know, this is no better than a friendly on Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, essentially, mate. I, you know, was was talking about this earlier. And, you know, it is. It's it's like no one's really interested in these games, especially when you know you've got nothing to play for. You're safe. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I've said this to so many people. I'd just sooner put the young lads out there, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> you'd experiment for next season, in my opinion. See who's ready for next season. See, you know, bring a few young lads through that I think you know could be ready for next season. Throw them in. What's the worst that can happen? We've done it a few times and we've, you know, we've uh, had some good players coming through, you know. So, you know, I think that's something we'll, we'll look at on Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I say, I remember when we played you earlier on the season, uh, even though we won that game 3 2, I mean, we were still holding on at the end of it. Like, I mean, our defence is, you know, the same. We've been leaking goals all season. Because um, to be fair, I think the one thing that I do. Think the club really regrets doing, or at least in my opinion, a lot of Mansfield fans is uh, letting go of Christine Pierce. It was so solid, and yeah, ever since he's gone, the defense has just leaked so many goals. Um, it's just been 
very poor all season. Um, so, you know, we're kind of in a similar boat in terms of that because our defence has been shocking, to be fair, mate. So, we're, we're kind of very similar. Very similar, mate. And obviously, what's happened with Cook? Andy Cook up there? So I know he's he's doing all right for Bradford, isn't he? And he's, uh, is he on loan still to Bradford? Is he still your player for next season, do you know? Um well, believe it or not, he's actually, we've actually got a um, an extension on him, so we can actually extend his contract for another season. Now, I haven't heard if we're going to do that or not. But would I you? Do, would you do that? Um, I, mean, I would, um, because I do think he's a goal scorer at this level. But I, I just think, well, Brad, I know Bradford's in for him, um, and I think he'll want to stay there. He's been enjoying it, like you say. He's found his goal scoring form, and to be honest with you, ever since we've had Andy Cook, he's not hit the heights. In his previous clubs at Tranmere and wherever else, um, for whatever reason, I'm not sure. But you know, it's um, I personally keep him on. But um, I've heard that we're in for Lucas Aikens from Burton. Uh, now, whether or not that will come off or not, I'm not sure. But um, I, I don't think he'll be here next season under under Nigel. No, no, and like you said, Lucas, yeah, he's a, he's not a bad player, and he's a, I think he'd be a, a very good addition for you guys in that league, in this well, in this league, you know, I think he will get your hat full of goals, and you know, and like you just saying, then Mark, you know, what you, I know, we've obviously scored the most in the league, but for me, you need an out and out goal scorer. You know, you you look at Bolton, uh, Ch- Cheltenham. Uh, they've got Paul Mullen at Cambridge. You know, I think what you need is an an out and out goal scorer. I sure. think you need that. You need that, and that that's pivotal. I know we've got a goal scorer that scores well, but also our, as we've touched on, Mark, we've conceded too many. But I yeah. do think you need an an out and out goal scorer, and that's something we will definitely need next season if Conor McKenna leg on. And I think Lucas Aikens could certainly fit that bill for you guys. Well, yeah, it'd be a fantastic signing. I mean, whether or not he'd want. Um, I think the only advantage we've got is obviously, you know, like any other manager, you know, if they've played under them, like you like to think they've come down and drop a level. Um, so hopefully, from our point of view, it will. I mean, when you look at our strikers, I mean, the highest goal scorer we've got is Jordan Barry. He's got 10 goals, which isn't bad, but like, even then, you still want a striker that can get you at least 20 odd goals or something to get you there or thereabouts. About it. So yeah, you were saying about Mansfield um, goal scorers. You say yeah, when well, you, know, you know, and you've had a few good in over the years, but what well, obviously this season looked at uh, you, especially with Nicky Maynard. What's the script with him? What's what's gone on with him? Um, I'm not sure to be honest with you, mate. I mean, last season he didn't do too bad. You know, got double figures. Um, you know, obviously what you look at what he's done in the past, and obviously that's why we signed him to be an art and art goal scorer. But this season, um. You know, under both managers, he hasn't really hit the ground running, to be fair. And it's not like he hasn't played or anything. It's just, I don't know. I don't know if it's because he's, you know, just getting on now or he's just lost his touch. I'm not sure, to be honest with you, mate. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, we've loaned him out to Newport where he hasn't really pulled up many trees there, to be fair. Um, you know, so I think he'll be another player that we'll, we'll probably see in the back of as well. I think another thing as well, I think anyway, is probably his wages, I think, are too high. Oh, yeah, they'll be massive. They'll be massive. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Oh, 100%. Is that, obviously, that's why he's gone to Newport. But, uh, you know, I hope he gets his uh, thingy. They're not far from the playoffs as well, are they? So, they still have a chance of getting in that top seven. So, he could actually still get promotion this season. Yeah, he could do. I mean, well, playoffs like a lottery, isn't it, really? It can be anyone, yeah. to be fair, you know. I mean, it's, it's anyone's game, that is. Yeah, no, I agree. And, obviously, it's uh, quite tight up there to get in there. It's still tight for top top two as well, isn't it? So, you know, all to play for. But, unfortunately, our game is certainly not that this weekend. 
I know, even if it was a spectacle, I could draw, you know, a 4-4 or something, it would be... I hope it is. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it is. I do. You might have to get, make a bit uh, out of our situation, you might, you know. I hope, I hope it is. But, you know, you know, like I said, I think they'll put the kids out, but who knows? Yeah, that's it, mate. That's it. You know, like I say, um, both similar, really, in terms of how the seasons have been. Um, so, yeah, just ask a couple of questions before we uh, come off and that. Uh, no worries. Who would you say is your um, player of the season? Uh, I've got two in mind and it's hard to pick yeah. between uh, McKennelly or McCalman. I'd have to pick McKennelly. Yeah. Mm. McKennelly. Yeah, I'll go with him. It's been mm. a bit hard to pick between them two, but yeah, I'll go McKennelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, from our point of view... Oof. Jeez, it's it's very you know when you've had such a poor season, it's very hard to pick in it. Yeah, it is. It is. You're right. It is. You're right. Well, who would you go for? Um, I mean, to be honest with you, even though he hasn't really played that many games um, this season, I'd say um, ever since he's been moved in the defence, I'd say James Perch has been a strong shot. To be fair, yeah, he was at Scunthorpe last season, weren't he? If yeah, I remember correctly. Yeah, he's he's had an alright career, hasn't he? Yeah. I think, I think is it is it how old is he now? Uh, I could be wrong by saying this, but I think he's thirty-five. Thirty-five, yeah. But that's what you need at this level. You know, you yeah. need massive experience, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I'm glad actually because yesterday, funny enough, he signed on for another season, which I'm guessing will be his last anyway. And it's quite fitting actually because he's actually a Mansfield lad as well. So oh he, right, right, oh, it's done to. So he'll be, you know, we obviously knows the club, he knows the area. Well, you know, he used to go to games when he was a kid. So it's nice to get homegrown players, you know, end the career at your club, really. Because that's all you want as a fan, isn't it? You know, having players that understand the club, know what it means to watch it and as well as play. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, he's got his, I'm happy for you to, uh, you've got him tied down then, Mark. Yeah, and I'd probably say I've been impressed with George Lapsley and, you know, Jordan Barry, but. It's one of them. They have been good players. Don't get me wrong this season, but you know when you've been on such a bad run of form, you know you kind of you gotta be careful with your words with some players because you know they just some of them just shouldn't be like wearing the shirt. To be honest with you, I don't yeah. know if you feel the same about you. You know, yeah, long. I've got a few in there that I've played this season. You think you know you're not good enough, but I'm not going to call the lads. You know, no, but, no, no, you know, and I never will. You know, but you just look at it and think you're not good enough. And like I said, Nigel and obviously Clough and uh, Keith Curl. Obviously, no, this have been about the game long enough. So, I think, you know, they'll know what's required for next season with a, a first full season in charge of us both. And I think that's, you know, they'll have a clear out and just get the uh, the players in that they want because they're both successful. Well, I know Keith Cole's only had one promotion from this thing, but Clough's definitely success, more successful in getting promotion. So, no doubt, I think you'll be up there next season, I think. Well, you know, it's one of them like, you know, you always get, get well, I say it's one of them you always pick, obviously, everyone's excited for the club and, you know, for the new season, but you just like, at the same time, you're excited, but you don't want to get your hopes up too much because we've been disappointed that many times when it's come to them moments when you've only needed like a point to go up and, uh, you know, it's such a nightmare, isn't it? Well, we won it this season, Mark, so I'll tell you something else horrendous as well, I don't, I know if a lot of Oldham fans know this, but we've actually only won one promotion in 47 years. Wow. wow. And we haven't been promoted since 1990, 1990, 91. 
Well, I never realised that. I thought, I thought it'd be at least two or three, mate, if I'm being no, honest. No, we haven't won promotion since 1991 till we got promoted to the old Division 1, then the Premier League. Wow. We've done nothing since. And another one as well, Mark, this is, this is how hard it is to be an Oldham fan. We haven't finished in the top half of football since 2007-8 season. Wow, there's some great stats there, mate. Wow, Jesus. <laughs> They're not great, but... Well, yeah, <laughs> the bad, the bad, you know. So, you know, but long you were a bit of a success, and you know, it's hard being an Oldham fan. I'm not, I'm not going to say on here that you know, I'll look at Oldham, look at Oldham, let's feel sorry for us, you know. But, <laughs> you know, I'm not into that, all that uh, rubbish, but you know, I do think you know, one day we will, I will have my day. And as my mate said, it's a hope that kills you. Yeah, very true, mate. Someone told me that once a while ago and I just laughed it off. But the more I think about it, the more I think it's true. But, you know, I'm one of them fans. I mean, obviously, you're frustrated. Obviously, everyone's frustrated when they don't get, you know, that success. But I've just got to laugh it off because if you don't laugh, you cry, you know. Oh, yeah. You, you, absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't yeah. agree more, mate. But, but no, this, I guess, say, this season as a whole, I think, for like every team, you know, whether they've been going for promotion, staying up or whatever, it's just been poor for everyone, obviously, not being able to get in the grounds. And you can, I mean, that's had a massive effect on the players as well, you know what I mean? It is. It is. But I want to ask you something, Mike, and I've spoken to various football fans over this. Now, if you was to get promotion this season, it, mm-hmm. yeah, you'd be happy, but wouldn't you be a bit disappointed that you couldn't be there to see it? I would, mate, 100%. I mean, I was, um, you know, I was looking at the scenes when Cheltenham, obviously, when they got the promotion the other night, um, and I'm thinking, it's just, you know, when they was running up to them outside the gate, obviously, it was great for them and, you know, fair play to them and all, but you just want to be out on the pitch, wouldn't you, running on the, you know, with the players and the manager and, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're missing all that, really. So, it does, it just takes it away, doesn't it, to be honest? Yeah, I don't get me wrong, I, you know, I'd do anything for an older promotion, whether I'm there or not, you know, but I just think, well, you know, you know, let's get the season to a close. We've not seen any games. I'd love us to get promotion, but if we do do it, I'd rather be there celebrating it. Yeah, 100%, mate. Because it's just one of them. It's not the same when you're just watching it on a phone, laptop or anything. It's like, it's just being there. I mean, I know it sounds a bit cheesy saying this, but, you know, football to a lot of people, you know, it's just, it means so much. It's like, it's just more than just the game. You know, it's being around the camaraderie, you know, just having pints for your mates, just oh. have you know, I mean, you just miss all that, don't you? You miss everything and that. You, you know, we've took it for granted for years and, you know, when, now it's not there. You see how much, you know, you do. It's awful, you know, it's getting up in the, in the morning and, you know, getting your ticket ready, getting uh, on the train, flash coaches, going for a few beers, you know, having a laugh. Five o'clock, whether you're laughing or you're crying, you know. Yeah. That, that's football and that's football fans and, you know, us will know more than anyone because I think, you know, I'm, I know it's, it sounds a bit wrong, but the Premier League fans, I don't think, get what we go through. You know, we lose to teams like, you know, Cheltenham, Cambridge, you know, I've done nothing, you know, and then you look at it, they, you know, they're celebrating beating Arsenal or anything. I think for us, I think they're more passionate down in football. I'm not taking it away from them because I know a few no, Premier League fans, you know, and you 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 know only too well with having is it Forest on your doorstep? Yeah, Forest. You know, maybe yeah. successful. You know what I mean? But you see it from our view, and you just think, you know, there's more passion down here, and we care too much. We're more family clubs, aren't we? You know. Well, yeah, but I mean, another thing as well, I mean, I say this to you know, people that, um, that do support Premiership or, well, armchair fans, because let's be honest, yeah. the majority of them are, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. And look, I don't 
no, it's one of them, right? Um, with, with the Premiership, obviously, like you say, it's obviously all all on TV and uh, you know Sky Sports and that. And it's just one one. Without, if it wasn't for the lower leagues, you wouldn't even have the Premiership with the players because they've got, come from the EFL. You look at the likes of Harry Kane, obviously, Leighton Orient, and various yeah. other players. You know what I mean? So oh many, yeah, definitely. You know, and I don't know. I don't know about you or anyone else, but I've always felt as though they've just looked down upon us lower league clubs, and you know, I've always viewed it like that. To be fair, but and they don't care. No, they don't care. They really don't care because you know, eventually, I know it sounds sad. I know we've had the talk of the Super League with all the top six. Eventually, I think the Premier League are going to break away. You think? Yeah, hundred percent. They'll get all the teams they want in there and break away, and don't get there'll be no relegation promotion. We'll have their own teams. They'll enter the, the usual cups and that's the only way you'll play them. I think that's only me speculating. I do eventually think it'll go like that. Well, you you wouldn't put it past them. I mean, the, the, the Super League you touched upon there, I mean, yeah, okay, they didn't go through, but it's a fact they, they considered it. That, that's what I mean, that's really bad. But Yeah, again, that's that's the most art, uh, disappointing thing. They actually considered it without even putting it towards the fans. Yeah. It's well, as you know yourself, mate. You know, it's just always been about money to these owners. Like, I mean, it's, especially the top level. Like, I mean, even with a couple of lower leagues, but more so your your Premiership and that. You know, they, they just look at us as just like an asset, don't they? You know. What I mean? Oh yeah. No, I agree. Couldn't agree more. But you know, this yeah. is what I mean. This is why I always say to people: support your local clubs because yeah, it's frustrating, but it's where you're from. You know, you're born and bred there. You, you stick with them. Of course it is. And, you know, you, I walk around on the Oldham Town Centre on after match days sometimes and, you know what, I go into pubs and they've, how did Latics get on? And I'll go, oh, we, you know, we, we lost one now. Bloody terrible, they are terrible. And they're there watching United City on telly and cheering, I'm thinking. Well, you know, we won't be terrible if you guys were there. Oh, mate, it's horrible. I, that's what I mean. It's so frustrating, isn't it? Yeah. It's just... I mean, like I say, I mean, obviously, I know it was years ago, but obviously, you've been at the higher levels before, you know what I mean? You've been, you know, high up before. And yeah. I mean, I know, obviously, it's been obviously a difficult couple of seasons, like as for ourselves in terms of league positions and what have you. But even then, it's like, it's still a you know big area, isn't it? Oh, massively. You know, we got a bit of like 130 or 1,000. Is it? Under, yeah, under 30 or 1,000. You know, we, our crowds are only, you know, Obviously, before COVID, we're like touching just three, three and over. Depends who we're playing. If it was, you know, someone like yourselves who will bring a decent crowd, or someone like Bradford, you know, we could touch five thousand, four thousand. But you know, our town don't care enough. You know, they don't. They don't. Hopefully, that changes. No. But you know, people want to see good football, and you know, when it's you got Manchester City down the road who are knocking tickets out at thirty quid, and you can watch Sterling, Aguero, or De Bruyne over yeah. down the road to. 10 mile down the road and you can go and watch, you know, McCalman, Garrity and PG Arnie for 25 quid, you know. I, I Obviously, I go and follow my own because that's my team. But if you're a neutral, you know, I can't blame him for going to City if that sound makes any sense. Yeah. Because the class is there. But they should be sporting their own town team and I've had it for years and years and years. But, you know, hopefully now people are realising that uh, with this Super League that they only clearly don't care about the fans, you know. Hopefully buy seeing ticket Atlantics and you know, I'd welcome with open arms because the more money people coming through the door, the more revenue. Well, this is it, you know, and you know, just the final thing here. But the the, the problem is, right, you know, obviously you're looking at um, you know, Greenwich being other lower league clubs well, obviously in financial difficulties due to like bad ownership and various other things. Oh, we've got bad ownership, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what I mean. This is what I mean. If like the more supported you got from coming through the gate, it's not I understand it's a result business like anything is, you know, in football, but you know, the more cries you look at Portsmouth, for example, massive, you know what I mean? And their gates are huge, you know, and you think, well, if only other like lower league clubs could be the same, you know, 
yeah. No, I agree. I agree. But, you know, like you say, so the, the Portsmouth are obviously fan-owned as well, which is, you know, that's something I'd, lo- I'd love to go down because, you know, and I think every club should go down that way. You know, are your owners for actual fans? Uh, John Radford, uh, yeah, born and bred um, from Mansfield. So it's, it's like a, he's, he's local lad, but I could obviously, you know, Carolyn, you know, got invested into the club. So, yeah, the, the amount of investment they put on and off the pitch, you know, um, you know, with the training facility, the players, how much money they've put into the squads over the years, you know, because they virtually saved us from extinction. Because if had they not come along when they did, you know, we'd, we wouldn't be a club, mate, you know what I mean? So, they're, they're so you're much... forever in the debt to them, aren't you? But... You know, you also want them to run it properly and, you know, and I bet it hurts for them as well as you guys on a Saturday afternoon when they get beat. I'm not saying it doesn't hurt any other owners, but it certainly hurts them more when you do support them. You know what I mean? It would hurt, you know, when the results don't go for you on a Saturday afternoon and it's frustrating. It is, mate. And you know what does frustrate me as well is, like, you know, seeing bad ownerships for bad clubs because even look, even though we're, like, we're bad, you know, we've got a massive rivalry, we're not guaranteed just to build. I still wouldn't wish them to be out of business or anything or like into the administration because end of the day, you know, you want, you know, anywhere, any local people to support a local club site, you know, and I wouldn't wish it on me, you know, local rivals. I really wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And you, you know, your local rivals, look where they sit now. Yeah. You know, they're sitting in on league and obviously you guys have obviously experienced that and it's, it's not as easy as going down there. Me and my mate always talk about this, you know, there's only been one club to go down and come back straight back up in the like the last 20 years. I think that would be still Rovers, I think. Now, when you do get relegated down there, how, how long were you guys down there for? Five years. You know, and it's five years of torture going like clubs like Bowen, Wood, Altrincham, and, you know, I bet it's not nice, and it's not as easy to get back up, is it? You know? It, it's not. People people think, well, you know, it's massive and that, but you've got, you've got such big clubs. I mean, Wrexham, for example, they've, They've been there, like Notts County, obviously Chesterfield, and you know various other clubs down there. You know, um, but you know, I I always like to see teams that you wouldn't expect, like Barrow, for example, coming up for the first time in. Um, in Hopefully, Sutton. Yeah, just teams like that. You know, what I mean, I love it. I love seeing that in football. You know, just teams you wouldn't expect there. In that. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, Accrington, Accrington Stanley are a perfect example of that. You know, they're just a tremendous model to like every every level. Yeah, they really are, mate. Absolutely. Oh, they, I look at them and I think, well, like you said about the conference, uh, if you, I'm telling you, obviously 24 in each league, I'm telling you, if you put League 2 and non-league, all 48 into one league, I'm telling you now it'd be competitive. It would, mate. I, I, think, I don't think there's a lot of difference now. No, I think like the top, especially like the, you know, top six and that, you know, uh, could easily compete with the League 2 sides easily, you know. Oh, easily. I'm telling you, easily, you know, you look at Chesterfield, who, you know, they, they're a massive club. Well, I know you might upset you that, but... No, no, you know, no you're right, no, you're right. <laughs> they're a big club and you've got Wrexham down there, you've got Hartlepool down there, you've got a lot of football, ex-football league teams in there. You know, like you said, for credit to Barrow and, you know, Fleetwood, that had been down there, Harrogate, fair play to them. I enjoy going to them teams, but, you know, it's sad to see teams like Notts County, Chesterfield, Wrexham and Lincoln that have been down there, to see them down there. You know, and it's not as easy as to get back up. So I dread to think, you know, if Oldham ever got down there, how long we would be down there for. I'll tell you something, mate. It, you know, I mean, obviously, hope you don't experience it. Because, I, I mean, I don't like anyone to experience relegation because it's the most worst feeling. It's just so horrible. You know, oh, it is. 
mate, it's really horrible. I mean, well, you obviously know yourself, um, you know, but it really does open your eyes, you know, going round to grounds that are smaller. I mean, there were there were times when we'd go to some away grounds and, you know, there'd be more away fans than there would home. And it's just, it really does make you wonder, like, how lucky that you, you, you got it before. Oh, yeah. It is, but hopefully, like you say, hopefully you don't experience it again, and certainly we don't ever experience it, you know, but unfortunately, too, I've got to do it, haven't they? And, you know, we just lost Grinsby this week, haven't we, which is, you know, I do like going there as well, but, you know, sadly, you look at them and think, two are going to drop, but I'd rather it's them than us, if that makes sense. It, well, yeah, of course, yeah. I mean, Grimsby for us, it's not it's not even that far away from us either. You know, it wasn't wasn't too far. You know, and they always brought a lot. You know, packed out their away allocation as as we, did we when we went to their place. And they were good games. So yeah. it's a shame that we've lost them. Um, but I mean, I, I mean, to be honest with you, just a brief one here. But yeah, I, mean, I know obviously Paul Hirsch has gone there, but you know. I think Ian Holloway has to take a lot of stick for that, though, to be honest with you. Yeah, the, yeah, I agree. He came on a big thing, and they've just been absolute dog shit all season, haven't they? Yeah, like, you know, and that's the manager that's been at the Premiership, you know, the elite, you know, championship, and it just shows you, you can have some big name like that, but it means means Jack, basically, you know. It does, it does. It means absolutely nothing. And, you know, you look at Southend, who have been in the championship as well, you know, is it 10... 11 years, no, 10 years ago, you know, I think they sat mid-table in the Championship, you know, and it's just how much your fortunes can change. Yeah, it's, yeah, I tell it's you, crazy. It is, mate, it really is. Um, well, anyway, mate, I usually I wish people the best of luck for the rest of the season, but from my point of view, I just want it to be finished, mate. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, I agree. What's your score prediction for Saturday? What do you think? Oh. I know it doesn't really matter, but... I mean, with it being our last home game, I'd like to think we'd win. I'd say I'd like to say two one stags, but to be honest with you, mate, no and I'll probably lose two one to be fair. So I am gonna say two one stags, mate. Uh, what about you? I'm hoping for four four. I'll go four four. I don't know why, I just think it'd be nice to go again. <laughs> it'd be nice. You know, to be honest, I'll take that. You know, if it was like two games, like the last two games from our point of view, I'd like just entertaining football just for a change. Just so because obviously yeah. the results mean nothing. You could win both games, it doesn't mean anything, obviously. You know, so as long as we get entertained, then we can go into next season looking forward to it and, you know, getting in players that can basically improve us, really. Oh, absolutely. No, I agree. Well, hopefully we have a good game, matey. Yep, yep. So, but yes, uh, yeah, best of luck with your uh, your podcast, mate, Walking Down Sheepfoot uh, Lane as well. Hope you uh, continue to do well on that, mate. Well, you're more than welcome to come on when we play. Yeah, we'll yeah. play each other, you know, me and my mate, you know, we'll... Uh, We'll have you on and we'll get some other fans on. We'll, uh, we'll sort it for next season when the fits just come out, when they come out, mate. Yeah, definitely, mate. Yeah, I mean, I would say, obviously, like we spoke about earlier, just the sooner the season's over, the better, really, to be honest with you. And hopefully we can be be in the grounds for next season. Aye. Well, before you go, Matt, do you get any plays on yours? Obviously, what you do. I have, actually. I've had quite a few, actually. I've had about four or five. Uh, have you? Yeah. yeah then, what about you guys? Have you? Uh, yeah, we've had... Uh... We've had uh, people at the club that have worked there to question them, and obviously we don't like the way it's running. Ex-employees, uh, we've had a uh, guy Branston on mm. uh, the ex. I don't know if he played for you guys. I don't know. He's probably, he's probably played for about forty-five league clubs, so his chances are very high. <laughs> uh, um, and also, if we had, uh, we've had two former managers. I don't, I don't know if you remember Dino Manmia. Uh, I can't say I do, mate. To be fair, he was our former manager a couple of years ago. He's with Burton Albion now. Uh, Jimmy Floyd, uh, yeah, we've oh, had him. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah, I remember it now. Yeah, 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 we've had him on, and uh, yeah, we've had a few fans on. Yeah, we're getting some good re- reviews. People like the way we talk, and we're passionate, and 
you know. It's just me and my mate just like a drink and we like talking shit about Latix. So I think that people <laughs> love that, you know. We like, we like what me and my mate do. We like it to be like a pub talk. You know, like what me and you are doing now. We talk like this in a boozer and have a drink. We like the podcast to be like that, like we sat in a, a pub and just talking. Yeah, I think it's a great way because it's one of them you, you see like a lot of other people. I mean, I'm not knocking anyone because obviously it's it's great that people can just talk about anything. But you know, I always feel like it's good to relax, like whether that be in a pub outside, just chilling out, yeah. with me and mates and stuff. I mean, there's no filter in me. I mean, it's one of them. I just like to say my opinion, and I'll give you know other fans like yourself a chance to have their say and stuff. You know, and that's what it should be about for me. You know, absolutely. Like, you know. If we we agree to disagree, you know that we're not we don't. We don't come on and like give them a grilling. It whether you know, I agree with something and they don't. I don't give it only say, Oh, you're wrong, you're wrong. End of the day, ultimately, they pay the money the same as us. If they want their opinion, they have theirs. I've got mine. That's life, yeah, exactly, mate. I mean, like I say, I mean, I haven't been doing this uh, for this that long anyway, so it's all new to me, uh, to be fair. Because I, I, you know, when I first started it, you know, I was just kind of like talking, you know, just obviously the matters at Mansfield, but then I thought, well, I want to have other people on type of thing, and obviously I message people like yourself and Aaron and that, and you know, I just realized how much I enjoy it because it's just great just you know, talking to different fans and getting their points of view. I love it, I really do. It's no, oh, I do, mate. You can't beat it, can you? But when uh, thinking next year, Matt, how old are you, Mark? Uh, 25, mate. 25. Well, next season, uh, when we do play, we'll have to catch up for a beer, whether it's uh, here first or at uh, your ground. Yeah, mate, absolutely. Yeah, I'll be down for that, mate. I yeah. don't need your booze or not, your booze. Uh, I have the odd pint. I'm not like a big drinker, but I'll have a pint, mate. Yeah. Well, what we'll do, uh, if you just inbox me a number, we can start something for next season. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Like you say, we'll wait for the fixture list to be out, which, I, God, I wish it was coming out tomorrow, to be honest. Yeah, with. I do, mate. Yeah, I do. I do. But yeah. uh, we'll sort it, whether it's at Boundary Park or at yours, then we'll, uh, whatever your name is, I really, I, I, I know it's Field Mill, but that's... Well, yeah, it's always, yeah, even it is to us now, but, you know, no matter what, what they call it sponsor-wise, it's always, you know, it's always what you first called it, in it, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely, mate. But, yeah, drop us your number and we'll sort some anyway, pal. Yeah, 100%, mate. Anyway, like I say, mate, thanks for coming on. Appreciate that. No, you're welcome, Mark. You take it easy, mate. Yeah, you too, mate. Speak to you soon. See you soon, mate. Bye-bye, mate. Bye.